0: Christmas and Happy New Year's to y'all. This is 28 Salvation, your host Joshua, and I am going to get into a deep word today. I think it is necessary, um, since Jesus is the reason for the season, uh, that we talk about uh, who Jesus is. We talk about who Jesus Christ is, who the scripture says he is, and who he is in our lives, in Jesus name, amen. All right, so um, before I start, uh, I do want to uh, uh, give credit to uh, my bishop, uh, Bishop G.A. Gideon Thompson, um, and my senior pastor, Pastor Matthew Keith Thompson, in which um, they've written some phenomenal books Uh, Definitely spirit-led, phenomenal books. Uh, My bishop, uh, G.A. Thompson, has written Introduction to Foundations. Introduction to Foundations. And um, it's an awesome book. Uh, I will be uh, teaching from uh, uh, some of his teachings today. Uh, Also, I... uh uh, was also blessed by uh, the atmosphere shift book by matthew keith thompson my senior pastor um uh but we're gonna uh credit is given um so we're gonna we're gonna move forward um but all credit and all glory uh goes to the king of king and the lord of lords jesus christ amen all credit and all glory goes to the king of king and the lord of lords jesus christ amen and we are going to um um, we're going to, to to look into the life of Jesus. We're going to uh, uh, look into what he's done uh, uh, um, collectively uh, in the body of uh, of Scripture and his body of work here, and also things he has done in my personal life uh, uh, that will require a bit of transparency. Um, all right, so let's start with prayer as we always do. Uh, Father, I pray that you would take the will now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would allow me to decrease, that you would increase in me, that I would be your hands, arms, feet, and especially mouth on this earth, O Lord, because we understand uh, that life and death lies in the tongue, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. So I pray that you would put your words in my mouth, O Father God, that it would be none of me and all of you. Whatever I speak, let it come directly from your throne in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those that hear it, O Lord, may they be blessed because of it, O Lord. May their minds be transformed. You said that we would be transformed by renewing of our minds, O Lord. Today, O Lord, I'm praying that somebody's mind is transformed. I'm praying that this seed... This word that is seed uh, will penetrate the soil and the fabric of their being. And when it blooms and it bears fruit, oh, Father God, uh, that uh, the foundation would be Jesus Christ. That the foundation would be Jesus Christ and that they would be deeply rooted in. In Christ, and, and that they would be able to to, to stand firm with a uh, uh, with assurance uh, that Jesus is Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. After this episode of this podcast is done, uh, I pray, O Lord, that uh, answers are, are, are questions are answered, O Lord, and, and they are all answered not by me but by you, O Lord, using your Scriptures, O Father God. I pray that you would bless this scripture shower, O Lord, that we're about to endure, O Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, O Lord, that you would uh, 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 bless us with the endurance to bless this testimony shower as well, O Father God, and, and let it be as transparent as possible. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, Christ. Christ is the first level towards spiritual maturity because Jesus Christ is the ultimate foundation stone, and no treatment of elementary salvation, truth, is ordered properly if Jesus is not first. In this podcast, in this episode, uh, we will look at the person of Jesus Christ, Uh, we will look at his work, and uh, how uh, you can make him Lord of your life. We'll look at uh, the person of Jesus Christ. We'll look at his work and how you can make him Lord of your life. And um, so typically the first question of, about Christ is who is Jesus Christ and uh, uh, how we're going to answer, uh, it's going to be answered as um, all scriptural questions should be answered uh, with Scripture. It will be answered how all scriptural questions should be answered with scriptures. Not my words, but God's words. This experience of letting the scriptures, the word of God, speak into your life is key. It is key because hearing and obeying the word of God is training in righteousness that you need for maturity, training, hearing and obeying the word of God is training in righteousness that you need for maturity, all right, so before we start, we want to understand that um, the Bible is all God, it is all God. There's a lot of people that may think that it's compromised by man, or uh, this was pulled out, or that was pulled out, and, uh, but or, or this is uh, man-inspired, uh, but I'm going to refer you to, to, to 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. 2 Timothy 3, verse 16, before we start. It says that all scripture is God-breath, and it's used for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training up in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. It says all scripture is god breathed t- used for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training up in righteousness, and training up in righteousness. So hearing and obeying the word of God is training in righteousness that you need for maturity. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped in every good work, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped in every good work. Okay, so this is the training uh, that we need, and we understand that all the scriptures. So before we have the scripture shower, we understand that all these scriptures they come from God. So, and um, also, uh, let's see. Yep, yep. Hearing. Uh, so understanding who Jesus is gives us. Uh, uh, foundation uh, to our faith. Understanding who Jesus is gives us foundation to our faith, and uh, we can see that in Romans uh, 10, verses 17. Romans 10, verses 17, which is, consequently, faith comes by hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Jesus. This is what it says in the NIV version, but I I I'd rather in the in the King James version it says so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So when I hear this scripture, uh, it, um, it it says that uh, uh, I, what I just told you is that you know uh, that uh, understanding who Jesus is gives us foundation to our faith. Um, But this scripture says, so then faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So whatever you hear, whatever you hear, and you allow yourself to hear and to receive, that is what you'll have faith in. But you'll never truly hear until the word of God opens up your ears and allows you to hear So, be careful of what you hear be careful of what you receive what you allow in what you allow and you accept as truth because that what you allow and accept as truth will ultimately become your faith that what you allow as truth will ultimately become your faith and what you have faith in. Uh, So uh, what we're going to do today is we're we're just going to allow the truth of the word of God to open up our ears uh, so that we can hear. The truth of God to open up our ears so that we can hear. Uh, And knowing Jesus, uh, who Jesus is, will also give you uh, preservation to your peace. And uh, we know that uh, because Romans 5 verse 1 tells us that. In Romans 5 verses 1, it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So that shows us all that shows us that um, we have peace with God and we have preservation of our peace. And what it also does is it, uh, and it, uh, uh, knowing who Jesus is will give you uh, strength to your new life in his name. It will give you strength to your new life in his name. And we know that through John uh, 20, uh, 31. Uh, but these are written that You may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. That's John 20, verses 31. Okay, so the goal... uh, of this episode is to ground you in Christ so that you confess so that you can confess with assurance that I am standing in faith, that I am standing in faith. Second, we have the salvation question about uh, what Jesus accomplished, you know uh, what Jesus accomplished when he came over two thousand years ago. Uh, What did Jesus do? Who is Jesus? What did Jesus do? Uh, And um, the answer is that he accomplished two foundational things. He purchased eternal salvation for believers by his death on the cross. And we know that by... John 3 16 and uh, Acts Acts 2028. 20, John three sixteen and acts twenty twenty-eight. Um I'm just gonna keep going. Just take those uh scriptures down. Okay. And he established his church. That's Matthew um, sixteen verses thirteen through twenty-one. Matthew sixteen, he established his church. I have that scripture right now. I'll read that. So when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some said John the Baptist, some said Elijah, and others said Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. Then, He ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he is the Messiah. Okay, so he establishes his church here. He establishes his church here. Uh, It says, uh, on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. On this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Okay? So um, he establishes his church here. Uh, You can see who he is. Uh, and and In the last verse, he says, uh, Then he ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he's the Messiah. So he's the Messiah. He's the one that has the keys. He gave the keys. Uh, So he has the keys to heaven and earth. He says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you, uh, whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. So he, he is, he, he is Lord. He is Lord. He is Lord. Okay. All right. So let's, um, move over that from that. And the third question is, uh, uh, the practical one is how do we make Jesus the Lord of our life? So, um, Fundamentally, you are saved by grace through faith. And we know this uh, from Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. You confess Jesus is Lord, believing that he has raised raised from the dead and you are saved. We know this from Romans 10, uh, uh, verses 9. And um, you are baptized in water. You are baptized with the Holy Spirit, and then you join your local church. All these events um, save you in an act of a moment. But establishing the Lordship of Christ in your life is a lifestyle, it it is uh, 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 more than uh, an event in a moment, it is uh, the, the process of a lifetime it's a process of a lifetime so it, it, it's not i got saved and everything's all together uh but 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 this is i always say um the journey is the destination the journey is the destination so everybody's always looking for an endpoint. uh Oh, when have I made it? When have I got there? I'm telling you, the journey is the destination uh, through and through. Uh, even if you're in the valley, he's not going to leave you. He's he's there with you in the valley. When you're on the, in on the peak, he is there with you on the peak. He will show you how to stay on the peak longer because pride comes before fall. So often when you're on the peak, if you have pride, then you will fall into the valley. But even when you're in that valley, he will still be with you. Because he says that I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. And ye, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you shall fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. He prepared prepared a, a, a table for me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy would follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the camp of the Lord forever and ever. Amen, 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 glory to God, glory to God. Got a little excited there, sorry guys. Um, all right, so let's uh, continue to move on, let's continue to move on. Let's see where was I was at, where was I, where was I? Yeah, so oh, so we understand, you know, um, okay. Okay. All right, so time for the scripture shower. Time for the scripture shower. I'm going to give you guys um, some scripture. Uh, uh, I'm going to give you some scriptures to write down, uh, get a notepad. Uh, it's a lot of scriptures. It's a lot of scriptures. Um, we're going to start with scriptures describing Jesus as Lord. Other scriptures describing Jesus as Messiah, Christ the Anointed One. Other scriptures, uh, other scriptures uh, showing that Jesus as a prophet. And what a prophet is, is a prophet is uh, someone that speaks God's words to the people. A prophet is someone that speaks God's words to the people. An intercessor, which, you know, I've started as an intercessor. An intercessor prays God's word back to God. An intercessor Praise God's word back to God. A prophet speaks God's word to the people. Okay, so uh, we're going to have some scripture shower on how uh, he was a prophet and a scripture shower on how he was a priest uh, and then some scripture shower on how uh, he is king. And then we'll come to a conclusion with the scriptural basis of who Jesus was and who Jesus is and we'll come to our conclusion, okay? All right, so we're going to start with Luke 2. So this is Jesus' Lord. I'm going to give you the scriptures first so you can write them down, and then I'll go back to them, and then I'll read them. So uh, for Jesus' Lord, we're going to do Luke 2, verses 11. Luke 2, verses 11. Acts 2, verse 36. Acts 2, verse 36. Romans 10, verse 9, Romans 10, verse 9, and Philippians 2, verses 10 and 11, Philippians 2, verses 10 and 11, okay, starting at loop 2, let's get there, let's get there, let's get there. Okay, Luke 2. Jesus is Lord. This proves it. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Okay, Acts 2, verses 36. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this, God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. Romans 10, 9. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Philippians 2, verses 10 and 11. That at the name of Jesus, Every knee shall bow in heaven on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okay, so those were the four uh, uh, scriptures that that shows uh, the lordship of Christ. It shows the lordship of Christ. Uh, now uh, we're going to go to some scriptures that shows that Jesus is the Messiah, Christ, the anointed one. Okay. All right. So we're going to go. I'm going to give you these scriptures first. We'll start from Isaiah 61 uh, verses 1 and 2. And then Luke 4 uh, verses 18 and 19. Okay. All right. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our Lord. To comfort all who mourn. Okay. That was Isaiah 61 uh, verses 1 and 2. We're going to go from to Luke um, Luke 4 18 and 19, which also says the spirit of. The- All right, so what I'm going to show you here is the Isaiah passage is a prophecy of Jesus to come. That's the Old Testament. All right. The Luke passage is the New Testament. Jesus is here. And this is Jesus speaking. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor then he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendants that sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So he fulfilled that scripture. He fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. Isaiah in Luke, that he is the Messiah, all right? All right, now we're going to go to um, Jesus is a prophet, prophets, Uh, um, and what I told you about prophets is a a prophet is someone that speaks God's word to the people, they hear from God, and they speak God's word to the people, okay? All right, so in Deuteronomy 18, verse 15, it says, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you. From your fellow Israelites, you must listen to him. Acts 7 verse 37. This is the Moses who told the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your own people. Matthew 21, 11. The crowds answered. This is Jesus the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Hebrew 1 verses 1 and 2. In the past God spoke through our ancestors through the pro- In the past God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times in various ways. But in these last days he has spoken to us by his son whom he appointed heirs over all things and through whom also he made the universe so he is a prophet and he is the son of god in whom and through whom also he made the universe okay all right so now we have uh uh the prophet nature of uh, of jesus we have uh, we we've touched on um, the kingly nature of Jesus, the the, the lordship of of Christ, and uh, uh, now we're going to touch on the priestly nature of Christ. Uh, therefore, so our, so this is Hebrews, the priestly nature of Christ, Hebrews four, uh, verses fourteen through sixteen. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold firmly to the faith we have professed, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. So let us approach God's throne with grace and Let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Okay? So that shows you the priestly nature. Uh, And we have one more, which is uh, Hebrew 7, uh, starting at verses 26. So it's going to be verses 26 and 27. And we're on the priestly nature of Christ. Such a high priest truly meets our needs. One who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. Unlike the other high priests, he doesn't need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. He sacrificed for their sins once for all when he offered himself. He sacrificed sacrificed for them sins once and all when he offered himself as a sacrifice. Okay, all right, and uh, now we have, um, what was the last one? We have the kingly nature. Uh, The kingly nature, the kingly nature, And that's all we're doing. We're we're, we're just allowing uh, the scriptures to speak. Um, I want your ears to be open to what these scriptures say about Jesus. Uh, Listen to the scriptures. I mean, reading the word and understanding it is paramount to your ability to grow in the things of God. As my pastor, uh, Matthew Keith Thompson, would say, reading and understanding the word of God is paramount to grow. Um, so um, so back to Jesus is king. All right. So it's, we're going to start in Zechariah 9, verses 9. Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt. The fall of a cult. All right. So this is, again, um, this is Zechariah. So this is Old Testament. So basically, this is the prophecy. And then we're going to go to Matthew 21, uh, starting at verse 5. I believe it goes from verse 5 to verse 9. And this is the fulfillment of that prophecy. Say to daughter Zion... See your king comes to you, gentle, and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the fold of a donkey. The 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 disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey in the colt and placed it on their cloaks, and and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A large crowd spread their cloaks on the road. While others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road, the crowd, the crowd that went ahead of them, and those that followed shouted, "Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is Him who comes in the name of the Lord Jesus! Oh, who, blessed is Him who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heavens!" So that's what they said. Uh, but I want to put you, uh, I, I just want to, um, I just want to kind of make you guys aware. So, um, the same people that were screaming, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes and is in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heavens. The same people that were singing his praise later on were the same people screaming crucify him crucify him the same people that were singing hosanna to the son of david blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord hosanna in the highest heavens are also the same people that were singing that were screaming crucify him so beware of those that sing your praises too, too much. All glory should be given to God. It says, lift him up and he will draw all men unto him. So those trying to lift you up um, may cause you to, to, you know, you mean, you never know. You never know. But if they give you the glory, Give the glory back to God. That's what I say. They give you the glory. Give the glory back to God. In Jesus' name. Okay, so Jesus is king. Let me see. Do we got any other scriptures uh, uh, proving that Jesus is king? Yes, let's go to John 1, uh, verses 18 and 19. Uh, All right, so it says, um, No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son. Who is himself God and is in close relationship with the Father. And he has made him known. Now this was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders in Israel set the priests and the Levites to ask him who he was. He did not fail to confess, but he confessed freely. I am not the Messiah. So this is John the Baptist. And people were thinking that he was the Messiah. And he confessed that, no, I am not the Messiah. But that there's someone that's going to come after me that I'm not even fit to to, to tie his sandals. I'm not even fit. I'm not qualified to do that. Okay? All right. And then now we're going to go to one more last. We'll finish up with this last scripture, which is uh, John 18, verses 37. All right, and this is when Jesus is talking to uh, Pontius Pilate um, and it says, starting at 37, you are the king then, Pilate said. Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into this world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me on it all right okay so that was john all right so yeah so that was john 18:37 uh and then we have one last one uh where is it There's one last one i know it's revelations revelations 19 verses 16 Revelations 19, verses 16, and this is basically um, uh, the foretelling of when Jesus will come back. Um, And it says, um, starting at verse 16, on his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords on his robe and on his thigh he has this name written king of king and lord of lords and if you go back and read um that section you'll understand that they're talking about jesus they're talking about jesus so um we're going to come to a conclusion on a scriptural based conclusion on on um who jesus is and my scriptural based conclusion on who jesus is is that um jesus is both god and man jesus is both god and man and he is savior he is the messiah he is lord um i I showed you through the scriptures through the scriptures who he is uh now i am going to show you um and this is gonna require a, a little bit of transparency it's gonna require a little bit of transparency so um I'm gonna show you who Jesus is to me and um give you a testimony of my life um, yes, uh but before I do that uh I am going to give you one more scripture from uh just so you guys understand not to uh, that we shouldn't be judging each other uh Matthew seven verses one says um Straight from Jesus's mouth, uh, uh, do not judge, or you too will be judged. So if you judge me, he will judge you. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, all right. So, all I could really think about is um, when Jesus asked the disciples, and he asks all the disciples, who do you say I am? And then they all, most of them, all of them, but Peter gave the response that, 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 that other people says he is. Some said that you're John the Baptist or, 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 or Jeremiah, one of the prophets, or even Elijah. This, this is what they're saying. They're saying what other people, but who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? And then and, and Peter says, You are Lord. He's the Son of the living God. You are Lord, Son of the living God. So I'm going to show you uh, the reason uh, for my reservations, the reason for my faith, uh, the reason why I stand the way I do, the reason why uh, I continue to release episode after episode and, and why God strengthens me and the way that he is. And the reason why I believe in the way that I believe is because these chain of events uh, in my life, the chain of events in my life. And uh, uh, we're just going to jump right through. Okay. All right. So um, first miracle, first time that I uh, believe that I've seeing Jesus is uh, seeing my mother baptized. Um, I come from Haitian descent. Uh, I, I really don't know family, my family history like that, uh, uh, but I believe um, when my mother got baptized, it changed the course and the trajectory uh, of our family's life and, and our bloodline um when she got baptized in in the holy spirit in the name of the lord jesus christ i remember her getting baptized it was at uh uh this uh haitian church we used to go to it was called first haitian baptist church uh and um we even had photos that lingered in the house for quite some time um so we always went to this church we were going there we went on saturdays we went on sundays i uh, i swear we went c- certain days during the week i i it was so crazy it was like that we were always at church always at church so there was this saturday uh we were headed to church uh and uh, we had to park uh the parking lot was across the street from the church and 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 this uh uh so i would say it's four lanes it's four lanes so this is blue laugh um Mm-mm. was it four lanes at that time no it might have been two lanes uh ah, but um this is Blue Hill Ave uh uh and this was um we were walking across Blue Hill Ave to get to this church uh and um it was me and it was my siblings uh my sister my uh other two brothers were there um and we were walking uh and uh i don't know maybe someone was supposed to be holding my hand or somebody was holding my hand but I remember that um, it looked like we could go uh, and then as a six year old child I took off running across the street I passed the first uh, the first intersection or the first uh, the lane of the car uh, which was coming um, I would say from my left side uh, but then there was a car on the opposite side coming from the right side. And I remember, at this time, people didn't believe me. Or, I mean, I don't even know if I said it because it was so weird to me. Uh, but a car was speeding. And um, a force of nature lift me up into the air. I flew up into the air and then I hit the floor, and then it rolled me under a parked car. Like I said, it's gonna get trippy here. A force of nature lifted me up into the air, threw me on the floor, rolled me under a parked car. I got up, rolled from under the parked car, and then started running towards the church. And then a man grabbed me and told me, that i had to go into the ambulance so i went to the ambulance i got to children's hospital and um they did scans they did everything and the da- they can there's nothing that implicated that i got into a car accident or that i was hit by a car i was a six-year-old child and if i was hit by a car i would have had a bruise on my leg on my side something I flew up into the air, hit the floor. I had some scratches and some some bumps and scratches from hitting the floor and rolling on the ground. Yes, I did. Nothing broken. Nothing bruised. Everything all right. So that was my first glimpse of Jesus. That was my first glimpse of him. Uh, and then... Um, uh, even as you're a child and and, and, and you're very emotional, you know, uh, my 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 parents had their issues, their 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 set of issues, and and uh, my uh, father went goes for a little while, and uh, my mother had a step husband, and I, I mean, not a step, I had a stepfather, my mother had a husband, um, but it was a very emotional time for me as a child, uh, and he kept me through that, and I don't know if you know how. Many children or people are just jacked up because of things like that. Um, I consider that a miracle that he kept me through that, and then he reunited me with my father in the fifth grade, even though it was bad circumstances or or it's because of my behavior or whatever. Nevertheless, he reunited, and um, and um, I I feel as that that was a miracle as well. Um, you know, every. that has a child that's going through middle school or anything like that knows how difficult of a period of time that is. Uh, so you should definitely be checking on your child to make sure uh, that they are good because he kept me through a cruel time in middle school. And if I wasn't, you know, aggressive, aggressive child or, you know, then, you know, it could have went either way, you know, um, uh, there's a lot of people that are messed up, depressed, all types of stuff, uh, suicidal, all types of stuff. Uh, me, I mean, I was just aggressive. I was, you know, hey, it's just another opportunity, space and opportunity, you know what I'm saying. Um, so um, and then he kept me in high school. He also he kept me through uh, uh, he kept me through high school. Um, I went through some things. Uh, you know, I, I, I was expelled. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was I was expelled for you know selling drugs on on on, on school grounds. You know, but even though uh, he still kept me. Um, so my life is not what it looks like. Uh, he and he kept me through military school too. I, I was sent to military school. I had to deal with a lot of different uh, faces of racism that I've never had to deal with because, you know, I'm a Northern boy. So I'm a city boy, a city slicker. And, and you know, I'm down in this country and um, they don't hide it. I'm like, geez, they don't hide it. And, you know, I'm the type of person I, you know, I pop off when, you know, you want to pop off, let's pop off. Uh, so he kept me through that. And that was a really, really tough time. That was a really tough time being away from your family, um, being in a foreign place and being mistreated and and it was really really crazy at that time um what else what else and I still got expelled from that school uh for fighting and contraband uh uh but he still allowed me through that all he still allowed me to be at the top of my class he allowed me to be at the top of my class and then he allowed me to uh uh get my GED once I um once I left there, um, uh, and then I was still I was still in the streets. You know, I was still. Um, you know, I'm from. I'm from Boston, so there's no, like. You know, there's no gangs like Crips and Bloods or whatever. It's always a street gang. You know, wherever you're from, your neighborhood. Uh, you know, those are the people you click up with, and those are the people that you end up, uh, got to riding with. In, not necessarily was my 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 street wasn't previously a gang before but um there was a lot of kids on my street um and we all grew up together and we were all kind of like family and um, you know you test one you test all and that's kind of how it started you know with that mentality you test one you test all and you know we we weren't the type of people that took shorts uh so um we got into a lot of trouble uh, uh, we 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 got arrested. We got into a lot of trouble. He kept me uh, from being a murderer. You know, there's plenty of times that you know I'm maybe running down on somebody or they running down on me. Um, you know, he he kept me from that. Those that know me, they know that. Uh, those that were with me, they know. They'll listen to this podcast. They can attest to it. Um, he's uh you know uh, at the age of 18, I was charged with attempted murder. Uh, and held without bail, and he kept me through the toughest of circumstances. Through the toughest of circumstances, he kept me. Um, yeah. Uh, and the only way mean, he, he he got me out of that is you know while I was still while I was still locked up, you know uh, the, the the that um, the person that I was locked up for, uh, I guess he was attacked again, and then um, he told the cops that it was me. So they came in and they raided my house, uh, you know, had my grandmother on the floor, everybody on the floor, you know, just to find out that I was still incarcerated. So that killed the credibility of his case because he's a liar. Um, And, uh, you know, uh, the Lord saved me uh, from that. So I just give him glory and I give him praise for that. Um, And while I was locked up, I spent countless days in, in solitary confinement, you know. And uh he still blessed me with with a sound mind. He still blessed me with a sober and sound mind. Uh, there's some people that went through those circumstances uh, and, and they're they're crazy. they're absolutely crazy and he opened uh you know he opened the prison door for me. Um, this might be minor uh, to other people, but for me, it was a big significant event uh, because um I was on lockdown uh, maybe maybe for 48 or 72 hours. And I, all I wanted to do was take a shower. I don't know what I was locked down for. All I wanted to do was take a shower. I just got on my knees and I was just praying and praying and praying. And then, you know, the door opened. <laughs> then I went out and took a shower. The guards said, all right, go out and take a shower. I never asked them to take a shower. Um, and then I remembered that the heart of the king is in your hand, Lord, and you guide it as a water course uh so i understand that 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 all of these things um, you know you you are in full control no matter where i am no matter what the situation so that built my faith a little more and um uh him helping me to beat that case. Um, he saved me from uh, uh, countless, you know, guns and knives and bullets and, and, you know, all those things delivered me from the false testimony of people. He, he saved my life through uh, uh, the confession of faith. You know, uh, you know, I came out of the, I came out of jail, you know, uh, with, uh, you know, I've had roommates uh, that were Muslim feeding me all types of propaganda all types of crazy stuff that I was actually, you know, you, I told you, if you hear it, what you hear and you allow when you will have faith. And so, uh, you know, I'm listening and I'm a young boy and I'm, I'm taking this in and, uh, you know, um, I get out and, you know, I'm having debates with pastors and all types of stuff. And then I go on my own spiritual journey and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to see if this is really real or really, really not. And if it's fake, then I'm going to expose it. That's the truth. And then I went on this spiritual journey and God showed me how real he really is. How real he really is. In so many ways. In so many ways. So he saved my life through the confession of faith. And then he blessed me uh, uh, with beautiful children, you know. Um, you know, I uh, I prayed uh, for a boy. My, you know, when I first uh, uh, released, it was, it was a girl. And you know, I prayed for a boy. He gave me two boys after that. So um, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Then um, the also blessing uh, which raised my faith is uh, I was on this journey to see him and and I, to seek him. And I I remember that his, his his word says that my sheep hear my voice. And and I went into solitude and I'm praying to him and I'm asking him to to hear his voice because uh, I don't want to be a stranger and I don't want to listen to religious devils or uh, I want a direct relationship. You said Christ died and I have instant access. I don't want to go through a man to have a relationship with you. And then he began speaking to me. And then he established a relationship with me. Mm. And then I went on the spiritual uh, journey uh, in prayer. Um, And then um, I'm gonna tell you a story. Uh, Yeah, I went this on the spiritual journey. Uh... All right, to continue my story. Yeah, so I went on this uh, spiritual journey of prayer, Uh, and this is at the time I was working as an audit specialist at uh, uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Um, And this is after, uh, you know, uh, maybe a year or so after, you know, God started speaking to me, Um, and he he told me to get prepared for something, that something big was going to happen. And to get prepared for something, he was telling me all morning, even while I was at morning prayer. He's telling me this. Uh, so, uh, morning prayers usually, uh, it was from 5 to 6, so 5, five a.m. to 6 in the morning. Uh, and I was there, and he was telling me, telling me, telling me. And I I, I thought I was just bugging. I, I mean, I thought maybe this is just me, paranoia or something, you know. Uh, so I go, uh, I go to work, I get to work, which is maybe. An hour away, on on, uh, on transit, so um, so I get to work a little earlier, maybe like 6:30 or so, 6:35 or so, uh, and then as soon as I get into the lobby, I see the security guards running and screaming frantically because uh, they said somebody had a heart attack and we have a gym on the in the basement level and, and, and somebody is passed out on the floor and they're blue um, but God didn't tell me to do anything so I didn't do anything. I went up to my um, I went up to my office and I took all my bags off and, and all my stuff off uh, and then I heard God and he spoke to me and said, now it's time go down there and then I went down and this guy's blue. And this guy, he looks dead. He really looks dead. Um, so this is another guy. He comes there and he's doing like chest compressions and all of that. Um, and I'm saying, trying to figure out what I should do. Uh, the Lord just tells me to start praying. So I'm just praying and I'm praying. And I'm praying and I don't care what they're saying or who's looking at me. And I'm just praying and I'm, I'm pulling out whatever scriptures that I can remember. Um, and I'm just praying. And I, he, he, he was on the floor and he was blue. the paramedics came. Uh, they put, um, you know, the electric things on him. And uh, they start giving him the electric shock uh, treatment to try to uh, revive his heart. Uh, and uh, they did that to no avail. Uh, and then they marked his time of death and wrote it down. And said it out loud. Time of death. You know, 740 something. You know, they wrote it down. Uh, and then, uh, while they were doing this, uh, I, I was holding on to the bag of the liquid that was going into his arm. They asked me to hold it, so I'm just holding it. And once they said that, I stopped praying. And then the Lord said, "Don't you dare stop praying." So I kept praying. So they're looking at me like crazy, you know. Uh, then they're putting him on the stretcher to take them on. I was like, "Okay, we have it from here." And he says, "Keep praying, keep praying." So I'm praying. And I'm just praying and holding the bag, and praying and holding the bag, and praying and holding the bag. And right before they're about to leave they still had them connected to uh the heart monitor machine then we get a heartbeat deet, deet, deet. then they all look at each other like they're crazy and they rush out and that man is still living today but the scary part about it is the real scary part about that whole story is that man never opened up his eyes once I never seen that man before. We had multiple companies in that building. This is a downtown building. There's multiple companies in that building. Two months later, he sends somebody to thank me for what I did. I didn't put my name on any paper. So he must have been watching me as I prayed and, and, and seeing what God did through prayer. He, Because he doesn't know me. I don't know him. And I don't know how he would ever find me. And I've never seen him. And the only way for him to see me is if his spirit was looking at me while his body was dead on the floor. So that's something that raised my faith tremendously, tremendously. Um, and that, that that's part of the reason why, uh, you know, I am how I am. I believe how I believe. Um, there's, uh, some other things that, uh, he, he's done, uh, that, you know, kind of, uh, the stories I could tell you guys. (laughs) All right. So, okay. And also he confirmed that you would lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover Um, I'm going to give you a story about uh, my youngest son Benjamin Uh, he was born with Wolf Parkinson's White Syndrome which means that he had an abnormal heart, Uh, the main artery that he had going to the heart, he didn't have that and it was replaced with three smaller veins and for his first year of um, his first year of living he was on medication, he had to take blood pressure medication and all of that uh in liquid form medication so uh let me just tell you the whole story of benjamin it's really really crazy i mean i didn't name him ben i didn't come up with that name um but l- let me tell you the story uh so when my uh when my wife was pregnant with benjamin when she was pregnant with benjamin um we were trying to decide who his godparents were and we were having some intense fellowship on who the godparents would be and then the lord had silenced me and said that we were not to give him any godparents that he was going to be his godmother and godfather this is all he needs and then he says and you will name him benjamin so i was like okay all right and then he told me to look up the meaning of the name benjamin And then I looked up the meaning of the name Benjamin, and I realized that the meaning of the name Benjamin is son of my right hand. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. You named him, and you're going to be his godfather. All right, so when he's born, he's born with Wolf Parkinson's White Syndrome. So, you know, I stay in prayer. You know, I stay in prayer. I have a a prayer partner. That's even a a miracle uh, because, you know, I have a, a prayer group, you know, of four. Uh, and the word of God says at the sight of five that all will flee. Um, and these are four different individuals that you would probably never see together or, 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 or four individuals that you couldn't believe would even know each other. Um, but God has established it and, and placed us together in a unique fashion um, uh, for, for his glory, not our own, for his glory. Um, and, and I thank him for it. Um, So, yeah, so I'm praying. Uh, I pray for a whole year with my prayer partner. We pray every day in the uh, the morning on the phone. Uh, He's in Atlanta. Um, I'm in Boston. I met him in Boston in Jubilee uh, at prayer. Uh, He was going to Harvard Medical School. He's a neurologist. He runs uh, the department. He's at AMC. He runs the neurology uh, department at AMC, AMC, Atlanta Medical Center. Uh, So me and him, we're praying and he's a medical doctor, so he understands all these things, you know, so, uh, you know, we pray for the full year, and then he goes back, uh, for his yearly checkup, he's supposed to get a surgery, um, you know, because he's bigger, or whatever, uh, to try to correct some things, uh, and then they do the, uh, you know, we've been praying that God would give him a new heart, uh, and then they do the echocardiogram, and the doctors are amazed, and they can't understand what happened, uh, but they're, they notice that, you know, the they have the old echo and they have the new one and they realize that it's not the same heart. They got the old echo and they got the new one and they realize that it's not the same heart. Do you get my drift? You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? God gave him a new heart. He knew that there was no other God parent that can give him the gift that he would give him. And he gave him a new heart. So that's another reason, uh, for my belief. Um, I have many more stories, uh, many, many, many stories, many stories, you know, um, there's another one. I'm not going to state any names, uh, but you know, one of my friends, uh, you know, was, uh, battling terrible depression, you know, terrible depression. Um, and even to the point of, uh, 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 Suicidal thoughts, you know, to to where uh, the enemy was troubling his sleep. He couldn't even sleep, couldn't close his eyes without seeing demons. You know, Um, I I remember the word I brought him to uh, to the elders or or whoever's elder to me, uh, which is uh, one of my um, you know uh, friends' mothers or whatever. And we prayed. Uh, I mean, we prayed and we prayed countlessly. We prayed tirelessly. We prayed without ceasing. And he's good. He's good, he's married, he's, he's, he's happy, he has a child, he, he's good. So the reason, the reason for my faith, the reason is these things. So when uh, Jesus asks you the question, who do people say I am? And then when Jesus asks you the question, who do you say I am? You have to confess who you say he is. Who who has he been to you? Me? To me? You are the God that healed my son. Uh, You are the God uh, that got me through uh, this life. You got me through my 20s. Wow. In a horrible place, you know? You are the God that clothes me. You're the God that, 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 that feeds me. You know, you're Jehovah Jireh. He proves himself to be Jehovah Jireh. I was working at a a law firm, Berkshire Hathaway, and uh, uh, God told me to, um, he told me that it was time to leave. And uh, I'm also a real estate agent and there was no certainty of money and I have children and a family and there's no certainty of money. Uh, But I was obedient. And I'm telling you, because of that obedience, obedience, because of that obedience, I made my whole year salary in the first two months. Because of that obedience, I made my whole year's salary in the first two months. And then later on, he allows me to establish and open up a real estate office and to be very uh, profitable in that. Uh, and for those that need debt freedom, uh, I'm going to tell you another thing. Uh, 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 I took out a loan. with uh, Me and my wife, we, I took out a loan. She, she was going to nursing school. She was going to nursing school, and I took out a loan. She uh, was going to nursing school, and I took out a loan, and it was forty thousand dollars, and that was on our credit report, you know. And but, you know, me and my prayer partner, we've been praying for, you know, we've been praying for debt freedom. Uh, and on March twenty-eighth of I think it was 2017. Uh, that loan was sold to a was sold was sold to a lo- to, to another office uh, called Cornerstone Bank. To another bank called Cornerstone Bank, and then the debt was canceled. <laughs> it was sold to a, a bank called Cornerstone Bank, and then the debt was canceled. Do you understand what I'm saying? These things are not coincidences. These things are not coincidences. For those that believe, they will receive. For those that believe, they will receive. And I'm pretty sure. I, and yeah, I have a lot of other testimonies. Um, but I mean, it was it was a pleasure speaking to you guys today. Uh, it was a pleasure enduring that scripture shower and enduring that um, testimony shower. And uh, I, you know, uh, I. I would encourage you to just write down all the things that you can remember from the beginning to the end of, 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 of what God has done for you, what Jesus has done for you. And in this season, just be thankful. In this season, lift him up. It says, if he be lifted up, then he will draw all men unto him. And, th- and that's the true desire of the Father. That's the true desire that, that, that all shall come. To the knowledge of jesus christ that every knee will bow and every tongue confess that jesus is lord this is the true desire of him let's get away from judging one another and, and poking at one another and picking at one another and let's uh let's speak life because life and death is in the power of the tongue amen all right let's end with prayer father we thank you that you are a lamp into our feet and that you are a light into our pathway Uh, We thank you that Jesus is the reason for the season. We thank you that in this episode, you showed us the person of Jesus and uh, uh, what he did and what he accomplished and uh, how we can make him Lord of our life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, O Lord, that your word says if you uh, 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 confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that Christ, that, that God rose him from the dead, then you will be saved. That's what your word says in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we pray, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we also forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. He makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside still waters. He restores our soul. He leads us in a path of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil, for thou art with us. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort us. You prepare a table for us in the presence of our enemy. You anoint our head with oil. Our cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy would follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the camp of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We are crucified with Christ, nevertheless we live. Yet it is not us, but it is Christ who lives by faith in us. His word dwells in us richly. So we can say that we're blessed, that we're healed, that we're saved, that we're delivered, and that we've been set free. That sickness cannot dwell in us and sin cannot dominate us because the seed of God remains in us. And we boldly confess Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. We believe he's risen from the dead. We're a new creation in Christ. And by faith, we have the abundant life and the victory he provides. Therefore, no weapon formed against us will prosper. And any tongue that rises up against us in judgment, we condemn it now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're more than conquerors because of his love. Greater is he that lives in us than he that is of the world. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. As a redeemed of the Lord, we say so. As a redeemed of the Lord, we say so. As a redeemed of the Lord, we say so. Say so, God, say so. All right. That is the finale. Uh, That is the end of this episode. I hope you guys were blessed. Enjoy.